Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no words, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. Hey folks, time for another In a Mississippi Minute. I am Steve Azar reminding us all, including me, as we get back to the living. We're sort of rolling now. Uh, There's certainly many wonderful things to do right here in Mississippi. Go to visitmississippi.org and you will know what I'm talking about. All right. Today's guest is making her way through Mississippi as we speak. Okay, maybe not, but she's going to be by the time the show airs. I'm just being honest with you guys. You know, I can't lie. Sharing her wealth of knowledge about parenting and man, does she have it. It's as deep as almighty herself. I can tell you that. First and foremost, she is a mother of four daughters who lives in the South and believes in the power of stories and God's grace to change and transform lives. As inspiration and real-life stuff surrounds her at all times, writing about the subject comes extremely natural. And you know me, as a songwriter, I've always said many times, so I apologize and you having to hear it again, but going all in honesty about what's really going on makes for the best songs. Same with any type of art form. And for sure, if you're a critically acclaimed best-selling author like today's guest, she lays it on the line, and I love that. Her books, From More Than a Mom, Ten Ultimate Truths Girls Should Know, Love Her Well, Liked, What Approval Are You Looking For in parentheses. I'm very interested in that with today's need for immediate affirmation and the anxiety that follows, so I'm going to drill her pretty good on that. And her perfectly titled Girl Mom Podcast is a must-follow. So instead of me rambling on like I'm doing, let's just get to it right now with an amazing mom, author, podcaster, and Carrie Campakis. Hey, hey, Carrie. Hey, Steve. How are you? Are you in Birmingham? I'm good. Are you in Birmingham right now? I am. I'm supposed to be acting like you're coming down a Mississippi highway as we speak, but... Uh, so this is part of the pretend like I am. I'm in the car. I'm in the car. (laughs) Your GPS is set. You are going to be making your way through Mississippi speaking, correct? Correct. So tell me how often do you get an opportunity to come to speak to my fellow Mississippians? You know, we're pretty good listeners. You know, typically I'm in a speaking season right now. So um, I've got several events in Mississippi this month and 
usually what we do are mother-daughter events, and um, typically we'll do like a talk for the mothers and daughters together with the message targeted toward the girls. And my goal is just to really start the conversation that the parents can continue after that. And then usually after that, we'll do a break, and the girls will go do something, maybe an activity, or sometimes hear another speaker or a panel, and then I'll speak to the moms, just giving them some tips or some encouragement on either raising teenagers or why taking care of themselves as moms will help them be better parents or whatever it is that I feel like they might need as encouragement in their journey of motherhood. Do you ever venture off the path when you sort of in the middle of your speech or whenever and you go, you know, I got to go here. I'm seeing those folks in the front row and they need something else right now. You know, sometimes it does. For me, it's mainly in the form of a story. But sometimes I, I pretty much I have my, my talks written out just because sometimes if I have if I give myself too much leeway I'll end up, you know, talking all over the map. But I have it pretty mapped out, but a lot of times I do incorporate stories and it seems like that's what the moms and the girls really appreciate the most or just those real life stories that might go with the point that I'm making. You know, sometimes and sometimes it's a story that I might not share publicly on social media or even on my podcast, uh, maybe about my daughters or something we've been through. But I, that's why I love the in-person interactions is because sometimes it allows you to be more intimate like that and share things that you might not be sharing on a larger scale, but that can really help you connect with the audience. Right, right. I love it. Uh, so, Carrie, I, I want to jump right into this real quick because you polled your listeners uh, on a number, your number one requested, it was uh, sibling rivalry. They're your brothers and sisters, not like friends you make. Over time, now you can become great friends with your brothers and sisters as it goes, but as trite as it may seem at a young age and as serious as that can get, because we're all so, our DNA attaches us, of course, there's so many similarities, but there's a big difference. And as you grow up in a household with your siblings, uh, you know, and without walking on eggshells, like the large elephant in the room, four girls at home, obviously you've got a lot of uh, (laughs) practice. So tell me about that. And why do you feel like that was such a high demand request for your, for one of your podcasts? You know, I, I wondered that too. Why was that the most requested? And I, I believe as a mom, and I feel this way too, is that you think about what you really care about as a mom and what you think about, okay, when I'm not here one day, what do I hope for my children? And I think, I know for me, one of the top three things, and I think a lot of moms would say this, is I want my kids to be close. And my parents always also felt the same way. And even before my mom passed away a few years ago, I remember her saying that. I remember her saying, you know, if you kids were never close, it would break my heart. Like, it would just kill her. Nothing would break my heart more. So I think that for moms, you know, that we really want our kids to be close. And, you know, we're trying to do all these things while they're together at home. And I've been parenting for about 20 years now. My oldest daughter's in college. My second daughter will go next year. My kids really get along well now. They don't really have the big drag-out fights like they used to when they were little. But when they were small, I mean, Summer was pretty miserable because they fought a lot. (laughs) And so as a mom, it just breaks your heart. And I think a lot of these moms that I heard from are probably in that season. Um, And maybe their kids are older and still fighting or their kids are younger and fighting, and they just don't have that hope that things will get better. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing we covered in that podcast. I grew up in a family of five kids. Uh, my partner in this podcast, Mary Lauren, she grew up in a family of five kids. I'm raising four kids. And so we really just talked about that big picture view of, like, what is so great about growing up with siblings? Like, you can't really appreciate it when you're younger, but then it's really when you look, when you're older and you look back and how, you know, sometimes even with my sister, some of our best memories are the fights that we had growing up that yeah. I'm sure, you know, drove my mom nuts at the time. But, you know, how all of that just plays into your story and just, I don't know, siblings are a special relationship because, if you think about it, it's the longest relationship we typically have in our life or the, the ones with our siblings. And yet, you know, siblings share 50% of their genes if they have the same birth parents. 
but yet I've never met two siblings who are exactly alike. And so with my kids, when they used to fight so much when they were little, one thing I'd always tell them, I'm like, if you two can learn to get along, my oldest two especially, you're so different, you're really opposite personalities, but if you can learn to get along with each other, then you are set for life because that's such an important skill to get along with and to appreciate people who are different than you. So I think that's one thing that other moms try to do, is, like I'm doing, is you're just trying to help the kids get along. You can't make it perfect, but you're just praying for that relationship and hoping that it will come in time. We talk about sibling rivalry, and you grow up and you talk about how your parents were to you. I have, I'm one of five. My wife's one of four. You guys, so I get that. I certainly remember my parents, and their greatest theme in life was absolutely, first and foremost, keeping God first working together and loving and playing together and all that, always preaching it. Which takes me to your book titled Liked. What approval are you looking for? I just love that title. Right. So these days it seems like instant gratification is like a must. I mean, you, you post something, right? We, you and me didn't have this growing up. You put it out there for the world to see. You, there's this ang- great anxiety, these, this moment where you're waiting with bated breath to see the hearts and the likes or the follows. We didn't have to deal with this at all, and our kids do, and our kids are. And we see the anxiety that all of our kids have versus when when I was growing up, and maybe we had it, we just never talked about it. I just don't think it mattered a hill of beans when I was growing up. So what's the correlation between likes and anxiety? Yes. Oh, you know, I wrote that book. It was back in 2016. I had just released my first book for teenage girls. I was traveling, meeting girls and moms, and everywhere I went, the moms were wanting me to speak on friendship and social media because social media was really just starting to to boom. Instagram was becoming huge. A lot of these moms weren't even on social media. They're like, I don't even know how to guide my daughter because I don't even use it, yet she cares so much about these stupid likes. And so, um, you know, really the theme of that book is, you know, whose approval are you living for? Are you living for God's approval that, you know, your audience have won, or are you living for the approval of everyone else in the world? And the challenge, I think, for teenagers, and I believe why everybody's so stressed and anxious these days, is that, you know, when we were growing up, we might have had a few voices speaking into our life on any given day. But these teenagers today, on any given day, because of social media or TikTok or whatever it is they're exposed to, they might have thousands of voices speaking into their life every day. You know, they have all these voices telling them who to be, you know, how they should dress, what they should do. And, you know, I'm thinking, no wonder we're confused, you know, yeah. like when you're trying to, when you're pleasing the world, it's like, who are you supposed to choose of all these voices that you're listening to? And so for me, you know, I just think that and this is what I hope to teach the teenagers that when I'm through the messages I share is just, you know, it really simplifies the whole thing to remember that our God is a God of order and peace and not confusion and disorder. And, you know, sometimes we just have to get quiet and still and like tune out all the noise, tune out all these voices and say, God, what are you calling me to do? You know, who are you calling me to be? What what choice in my life is going to be pleasing to you? And it's not always easy, but it does bring clarity to the process. And I do think it, it brings peace rather than the anxiety that we're seeing so much of today. Carrie Kim Packis is my guest. Visit Mississippi.org is your guest. Check it out. We'll be right back. Steve Azar here, and like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. 
Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resource resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and, of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon, 601-957-8000. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. 
Hey folks, it's Steve Azar, and if you're a business owner, then you've probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years, especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan. It's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners, and it's best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like yours. They do all the work for you, and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a nonprofit, even if you've experienced an increase in sales. Let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to get started. Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S-C-O-G-N-A. This tax refund is only available for a limited time, so act now. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to start the process of claiming your business's overpaid taxes. You've only had nine, darling, In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Carrie Kampakis, author, podcaster, I mean, girl mom podcast. So check it out. Follow it. So many incredible things. If you are a mother or a father, if you're Mr. Mom, I'm Mr. Mom a lot of times, I feel like. Especially all that time, all those years, I was on the road in the back of my bus. My wife was certainly like a single mom, me being gone so dang much. I'm thinking I'm going to send her on a big old vacation now. <laughs> Visit Mississippi.org is where you should plan your vacation. Check it out. Uh, Carrie, when, when you talk about God and depending on him and asking him to help, especially in tough times, I go through the motions of my prayers, and I got to tell you, a lot of times I am so guilty of wanting to carry the burden as long as I possibly can until it gets so heavy. You know what I mean? So with children, I mean, how do you remind your kids that, by the way, that's heavier than you can handle. You'll never be able to carry that load ever. Turn it over to God. It's one thing reminding ourselves, but how often should we tell our children? No, you know, I mean, they probably get tired of me, just like I used to get tired of my dad saying it to me. <laughs> I was, um, and I relate, you know, I, I look back and I think, man, I was a teenager with anxiety, although we didn't really have a term for it back then, but, but that was me. I mean, my parents never put any pressure on me because they knew I put way more pressure on myself than anybody else could even think to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I think that, I think the mentality I have is what a lot of these teenagers are feeling is they just feel this, this need that they have to be perfect. You know, that one mistake will ruin your life forever. One misstep will ruin your life forever, and it, you know it leads us to the sense of false control. And I think even as parents in this generation, you know, we have more means than maybe our parents did twenty or thirty years ago. You know, your your child is struggling in math. Okay, what what tutor do I need to get? Or they want to make this team. Okay, what coach do I need to sign them up for? So these things that we're doing for our children or in our life that we think they're good things, but sometimes it gives us this false sense of security and control, and we start to micromanage everything and. We think, well, if they don't make this team, the world is over, and we can really pass that on to our children rather than saying, you know, you just do your best and you leave your results to God, and you're going to trust that he's going to, if this path does not work out, 
he's going to create a new path for you. And it's really hard to live that way because it takes a lot of faith and trust in God. But I do believe as we can do that in our life as parents, you know, get, empathizing with our kids and meeting them where they are, but also giving them that hope that it doesn't all depend on us, that, you know, you just all God is calling you to do is to do your best in whatever you're doing today, and then you leave the results to Him. And that was one thing that my dad always emphasized with me, and that really took the pressure off me because for somebody that thought, you know, if I didn't win, then I failed, you know, and a lot of times I didn't win. I wasn't hitting these marks that I wanted to, but I was still a high achiever. Just him telling me, like, Carrie, you know, did you do your best? And I'd always say yes. And he's like, well, you couldn't have done anything else, so you just leave the results <laughs> to God. It's out of your hands. Yeah. And I just know how much peace that brought me. And, and honestly, it was that anxiety and that perfectionism. I mean, honestly, that was probably the best thing for my faith because I tried everything else to, to find help, and nothing else helped me like having God and having this, you know, this higher power I could go to, to so I didn't have to micromanage my life, that I could know, you know, even with a book release, like I can't control how many copies I'm going to sell. I can't control what might be going on in the world when my book comes out if some other news you know, overshadows any news of my book. There's so many things you can't control, mm-hmm. but there's so much peace in knowing that I've done what I was called to do. You know, and just writing the book, I'm like, I remember with my last release, I'm thinking, I just feel so so good because I've, I've done the hardest part. I wrote it, you know, and now it's really in God's hands what happens from here. But, um, but especially when it's our kids' lives at stake and we're worried as parents, it can be really hard to let go like that. Look, you're sharing a lot of intel, a lot of knowledge from a lot of experiences. You were a daughter, obviously, a sibling uh, along the way with a bunch of sisters, and you obviously have four daughters. When does this become something you feel impelled to really make it your career in life? You know, I, I think it was just slowly over time. You know, girls have always been a theme in my life. I grew up with three sisters. I had a brother. Um, I've always loved my friends, always had great friendships. And then, you know, in my, in my family, my sisters have a lot of daughters too. And as I kept having daughters, I kept thinking, man, I would love to write for girls one day, but I really didn't know exactly how. And I even remember going to a writing conference when my girls were young and, um, it was a Christian writing conference and thinking, I really want to write for girls, but I don't know how to get my foot in that door. So I look back and I think, you know, God gave me that desire before any doors ever opened or before I was even ready for that opportunity. So I feel like that desire was already there. And then, honestly, I started writing fiction. I wrote fiction for seven years. Wow. I love sharing this story. I got tons of rejection. I mean, reject, but it was good. I mean, I look back, too, and I think, one, I wasn't ready for my work to be out there. I was new. Um, I needed to toughen up a little bit because I'm very sensitive by nature. And so that seven years wasn't a waste. And then in the seven years, I was writing the fiction, but I had some, some just some things going on in my family. We had... Uh, a tree fall in our house one year. I had two scares with my children, including an allergic reaction, just that could have ended really, really mm-hmm. tragically. And by the grace of God, it didn't. But just a lot of things that brought me to my knees mm-hmm. and really just reignited my faith. And I was like, okay, I need God on a daily basis. I don't need him just on Sunday. But that changed what I was even writing about. And so as I started writing different things, and I wrote an article for teenage girls, it actually went viral. It was my first article to go viral that led to a uh, Christian publisher saw it and asked me if I wanted to turn it into a book. So it was very interesting that what finally opened the door for that to happen, the Internet and a blog, did not even exist seven years earlier when I started writing. So it was just such a testament to me that I can try to control things, again, all, the, all that I want, but ultimately it's going to happen if it's in God's will and it's going to happen in His timing too. 
Yeah, one of my songs that I always, I never miss a night playing it. It's called You Don't Know a Thing. And, and one of the lines is, you got your life all planned out. Sure looks good on paper. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. Oh, you can have good. it mapped out, but it's it. just not in your, it's just yeah. not in your control. It's not in our control. You talk yeah. about, you know, your yeah. journey to winning. You know, for me, and maybe you can touch on this. It's the losses for me that you mm-hmm. really can take so much from. And for some reason in my mind, my memory is certainly stained more vividly with the losses every single time I lost. And, you know, all I learned from losing as well. Yes. Yes. Oh, definitely. And and, it, and I've heard this before, too, that people relate more to your losses than your wins. It's so true. So if you're really thinking, I want to help people, like I want to make the world better, you're really going to help people more as you share your failures and your losses mm. and the time that things didn't go right and you had to trust God that then, wow, look what he did in your life. But, yeah. but those are the stories that we're so hesitant to share with others. Well, greatness comes from all those places in those stories because once you dig yourself out, it's certainly something yeah. that everybody can sort of sink their themselves into. Uh, we're with Carrie Kampakis. We are in a Mississippi Minute. She is in Birmingham, but making her way to Mississippi, and by the time she or this show airs, she will be on our hallowed ground. Go to visitmississippi.org. It's more than preaching. I'm Steve Azar. Hang on. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, it's Steve Azar. And if you're a business owner, then you've probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan. It's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners and is best accessed by using lawyers that understand the That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like yours. They do all the work for you, and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a nonprofit, even if you've experienced an increase in sales. Let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit FrasconaLaw.com com slash azar to get started frascona is spelled f-r-a-s-c-o-g-n-a this tax refund is only available for a limited time so act now visit frasconalaw.com slash azar to start the process of claiming your business's overpaid taxes You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money? And a lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they aren't online. With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at STMM Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 65. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 43. Your finally Friday, partly sunny, high near 60 degrees. Friday evening, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 35. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 48. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. After the passing of John Mosley, husband, father, and president of Clinton Body Shops, the family wants to thank each and every customer and friend of the family for their prayers and support. John was a beloved and loving man. He believed Clinton Body Shop customers deserved to have their vehicles returned to their original like-new condition. He knew the only way to do this was OEM training and certifications with every original manufacturer possible. The family wants you to know Clinton Body Shops will continue building on John's legacy and philosophy. We all miss him dearly, and the best way to pay tribute to him is to continue his customer-first policy. We'll represent you to all insurance companies so that your car is returned to its original safe pre-accident condition. Again, thank you for your prayers and support at this difficult time. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, Nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors with Ricky Matthews is brought to you by AgUp Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Visit us at agup.com today and leave it up to us to make property maintenance easy. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Hunting and timberland are some of the most highly valued and sought-after real estate available. Hi, I'm Mike Odom, realtor and land specialist with Four Corner Properties. And from every corner of the state, 4CP is your total real estate solution. Whether you're in the market for an investment track, a weekend getaway for the family, or you want to buy or sell a home, I'm here to help. Call me today on my cell at 601-927-5018 or 601-952-2828 or visit our website, 4CPLandandHomes.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A bill that would create parameters on how much energy would be sold at electric vehicle charging stations has been passed in the legislature. Public Service Commissioner Brent Bailey says as of now, how much energy charging stations in Mississippi give to paying customers isn't always the same. So in the state of Mississippi, currently, if you plan to charge an electric vehicle somewhere, you, you buy blocks of time. Now, how much power you get in that block of time is is certainly um, is not universal because the type of charger, the the level of um, system you're connected to, how the vehicle receives that, um, and other factors that they go in there based on whether it's a two plug, four plug, and how that power is distributed amongst the plugs. Whether one vehicle's there or four vehicles there. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. 
Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Hey, I'm Andy Jones from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 till 9, Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in a hurry, one hell of a hurry, because I know you're there. My guest today is Carrie Campakis. She is a best-selling author. When you're a best-selling author, that means a lot of people are interested in what you have to say. And a podcaster. Girl Mom is the name of her podcast, so check it out. It does seem like everybody's podcasting these days, but not everybody's doing it like my guest, Carrie Campakis. You talk about taking care of yourself. All right, on the surface, I'm reading this right now, and I'm thinking, you're pretty selfish, but I totally get it. If I don't get up and take care and say my prayers and work out before I have my coffee, I'm very structured that way. Even on the tour bus days for 20 years, I did it. I had to do this before I talked to my band, before I talked to my family, before. Okay, there are some days that I get up talking too much. But what I mean is I have to take care of certain things for me before I dive into my day and be ready to give myself to my family, my wife. So this certainly seems like a pretty hot topic for you, something you believe in, taking care of yourself to help your family thrive. Yes. You know, I wrote that book for moms, and I think the world, you know, the idea of self-care, we tend to think of self-care in two extremes. We think of it as either, you know, go take a trip every month and go to the spa every month. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with these things, but it can turn into self-worship. You know, you can justify anything in the name of self-care, right? Like, I need this. I need this for myself. But then there's the other extreme where you could be the mommy martyr and it's self-neglect. You know, I, I don't have time to go to the doctor because I'm taking my kids to the doctor. Or I don't have time to eat um, a, a nutritious meal because I'm fixing this for my children and I'm eating protein bars on the run. And so I think it can go in both extremes. And so the focus of this book is really about seeing your wellness through God's lens. And, you know, the age that I am now, I just turned 50. And you get to be this age and you start to see, you know, things start to fall apart. <laughs> You really, um, you pay the price for things maybe that you neglected along the years. But, and I mean, I'm looking forward at this point. I'm like, okay, what, what are my goals for the future? Like, I want to be healthy for my children. I, I want to see my grandchildren. I want to be that grandmother who's active and, you know, able to help my children, my daughters when they become mothers. And so that's my motivation. I was like, well, that's not going to happen if I'm not taking care of myself now. And that means mentally, physically, spiritually, 
and emotionally. And just really seeing our health, whether you're a, a male or a female, but seeing your health as a child of God and that we're here, you know, just to be good stewards of these gifts that he's given us. He's given us our body, our mind, our soul, and our family. And, you know, when we take care of these gifts, not in an extreme way or a selfish way, but just in a way that we have legitimate needs as a human being, it really is honoring God. And, and at the same time, I'm also so conscious because my daughters are older. And as they're leaving home and going to college, like one thing I'm really emphasizing for their life is their help. You know, my dad said, really, you got to worry about two things, their relationship with God and their health. And so I'm like, I'm not there to nag you, so you've got to take control of your health. You've got to be an advocate for yourself. And so I'm thinking, you know, and I'm modeling for my daughters what I want them to see because they're old enough to remember what they're witnessing in my life right now. And so that also has given me some inspiration to just, you know, and it's not like I said an extreme way, but just even having honest conversations like, you know what, I have been struggling with my temper lately. Like I'm having a temper problem. And so I'm really going to try to work on this or I'm going to see somebody for this. Like to me, that's a form of self-care and it's good for our children to see that, that we're human and that just because you're older doesn't mean you have it all figured out because they're going to get to be this age and we don't want them to have that illusion that, you know, that, that we had it all figured out or that something's wrong with them because they don't. Um, I think those are just the conversations we'd need more, especially with this younger generation that just looks around and looks on social media and everything looks so perfect to them that they feel like something is wrong and defective inside of them. You're obviously going to get quite a bit of this in their podcast, in Carrie's podcast. Girl Mom is the title of that you got to check it out with a K, everybody, two Ks, actually. Carrie's a K-A-R-I. And also, all these amazing books, More Than a Mom, 10 Ultimate Truths Girls Should Know, Love Her Well, Liked, What Approval Are You Looking For? I mean, that's as profound as it can get to just read that. And so, I want to jump now to 10 Ultimate Truths Girls Should Know. I love that title, too. It just sort of pops. You know, when I think of titles, obviously, that just draws me. To want to know the details. That's pretty clever as a songwriter. You know, I'm going like, that's pretty good. You know, you know, there's song titles that don't draw you in and you have to listen to the song to understand the title. Uh, And then there's titles that, oh, baby, that's got to be good. You know, like when my buddy Moose said, just wrote five o'clock somewhere. I said, son of a gun. I know it's going to be good. I mean, even Moose, I told him you he couldn't even mess that up. No, I'm kidding. He is absolutely brilliant. But for you, seriously, uh, title wise. Where did the inspiration come from? Where was the magic moment? Yeah, that book, that was the blog post I wrote. And the book, I think the blog post was called 10 Truths Young Women Should Know. And like I said, it went viral. It was my first article that just got a lot of shares, a lot of momentum. I had people emailing me like, ooh, I'd love for you to make this a book to give to my daughter, blah, blah, blah. Um, It was about a month later where the opportunity came for um, Thomas Nelson reached out to me and expressed interest in making it a book. I found out later that it had been 10 years since they'd had a book for teenage girls. So they were in the market for that. They were looking for something, and they liked the message that I had. But um, but I'm glad you mentioned the title because, obviously, we changed the title a little bit. But, you know, we could not figure out. We wanted to have 10-something truths girls should know. And we, we went back and forth for weeks on what that word should be. And I can't remember what the other options were, like 10 essential truths girls should know. We, but nothing quite clicked. Nothing sounded right. And then I'll never forget my um, that editor calling me one day and saying, I think I may have found the word we're looking for. And she'd just been looking through a teen magazine, just looking at words in the magazine, and she saw the word ultimate. And we were like, it's like we just knew, like, that's it. That's what just seals the deal and just makes it all gel. So, yeah, we were excited. And, and I think the, the intrigue of that book is that people are like, wow, what, what are the 10 ultimate truths girls should know? 
And so what I did is I took 10 different areas that are relevant to girls. And, you know, so we have one about kindness. We have a, a section about um, self-worship. We have a section about beauty, one about boys, uh, one about God. It's just 10 different topics. So that book was really fun to write because it's, every chapter was so different. You know, when I finished one chapter, the next chapter was not even on the same theme. It was a totally different theme. And so... Um, it was it was fun. It was my first book, and so those are always that's always special to you for different reasons. You don't know what to expect, and and that book was really cool because I got early copies. I guess it was about a month beforehand, and so I started just kind of selling them locally to some girls. And my daughters weren't in the middle school yet, but that, those were mostly the girls buying it were the middle school girls. And it was really funny. I mean, we we sold so many in those first few weeks before it even launched because you know the more girls that took them to school, especially at that age. The more girls were like, Mom, I want this book, you know, and so it just kind of created that momentum, which was so good. And and God was so good, too, because when I released that book, it's, I didn't have any big-name celebrity endorsements like a lot of my writer friends, and, and I worried about that. I'm like, I don't have a big name attached to this to help me get the word out. But yeah. it was just kind of neat to see that grassroots momentum and to hear the girls talking about it and, and just, you know, really hearing the mom say that it opened up the door for conversation, that their daughters were talking to them about things that they never talked about, or moms would also tell me, they're like, it's like you took the thoughts in my head and put them down on paper. Yeah. And and probably the biggest thing I hear, even when I do events, is, you know, I have always had moms come up to me afterward and say, you know, thank you for reinforcing what I'm saying at home. That my daughter's at the age that sometimes she just thinks it's, oh, mom, you know, mom doesn't know what she's talking about. But then when she hears the same value, the same truth, maybe expressed a little differently, but it's the same core truth, you know, said by another mom or somebody else, then that just gives it some credibility. So, like I said, that's my goal is to really, I'm, I'm a one-time thing. Whether somebody reads my book or they come to an event, I'm just one time. But their mother or their dad, those are the people in their life every day. So that's my goal and that's my heart is to try to help families and to try to help build that relationship between daughters and sons and their mothers and fathers to help create those strong families and have those safe places for each other. Are you still five minutes away from your house sitting in a parking lot doing the show is what I want to know. I am. <laughs> I so am. It's actually pretty peaceful. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, my my family laughs at me. I, I sit in my car. I call it my second office. Sometimes yeah. I'll pull up and I'll just hang out here for about 40 minutes taking a break. <laughs> I know. I get it. I'm Steve Azar with author, best-selling author, Carrie Campakis. Podcaster, Girl Mom is the podcast. Check it out. VisitMississippi.org is on fire right now. It's going to, a whole lot's there. Just believe in it. Believe in your Hella ground that I love so much. We are one Mississippi. I'm still trying to find Hey folks, Steve Azar here. And like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. No one.
other news team covers the Magnolia State, like Super Talk Mississippi News, on air with reports every hour, and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. When inflation rises, so do childcare expenses. But there's some strategies for reducing costs according to NerdWallet. Like if you have hungry kids, try lowering your grocery bill. One cost-saving idea is to plan your shopping ahead of time to avoid buying items you don't need. Or maybe try switching from going to the store to using grocery delivery services. You might even want to try putting the same groceries in different delivery service providers' cards so you can do a side-by-side comparison. And if you have a relatively healthy child, and can say the same thing for yourself, perhaps think about whether a health savings account could save you money. Maybe also try cutting entertainment costs for your kids by making better use of free activities. Oftentimes, parents buy items for their kids only to realize what they really value is experiences. If any of these strategies lead to savings this year, think about investing the money in a custodial account for child-related future expenses and to help your kids build wealth. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Roger's Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Roger's Dab Service Parts and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Crossgates Brandon or rogersdabs.com. On February 15th, finally returning to Jackson for one night only at the Thalia Mara Hall. The greatest big band of all time, the Glenn Miller Orchestra. An evening of jazz, swing, and timeless classics. From New York, the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga Choo Choo? Yes, yes. Boy, you can give me a shine. Tickets on sale now at the Ticketland office, online at thalumarahall.net, or by phone. Presented by DDA, the Glenn Miller Orchestra, February 15th at the Thalumara Hall. Do you remember your first love? Do you remember the butterflies in your stomach? Or that first kiss? Well, saying I love you, especially that first time, isn't always easy, is it? And that's where we come in this Valentine's at Juniker Jewelry Company. We are Mississippi's largest fine jeweler with thousands of ways to say I love you all over again. With case after case of beautiful designer jewelry, legendary estate collections, lustrous pearls, and gorgeous colored gemstone jewelry. To Juniker's diamond studs and pendants she'll wear and cherish every day. Or the ultimate Valentine's gift, an incomparable Juniker's diamond engagement ring from our bridal designer gallery. The Valentine prices started well under $500, and guys, we promise. She'll hear I love you loud and clear. For your first love. Or the love of a lifetime. This Valentine's come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com open Valentine's Day until 6 p.m. 
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, winning requires the right game plan. Like the impressive towing and payload you'll only find in a 2023 Ford F-150. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 46 straight years. The 2023 Ford F-150, greatness starts here. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Come explore the history of Southern rock music at Grammy Museum, Mississippi. Now, through fall of 2023, the Sounds of Southern Rock exhibit will feature stories and artifacts from the artists and singers responsible for the genre. The Allman Brothers Band, Leonard Skinner, Molly Hatchett, the Charlie Daniels Band, Little Feet, the Outlaws, and many more. In partnership with Hard Rock International. To purchase tickets or to learn more about this exhibit and other events, visit GrammyMuseumMississippi.org. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute. Visit Mississippi.org. I'm preaching it. Oh, yeah. Check it out now. Believe in it. Come on. Girl Mom Podcast also followed. That's my guest today. Uh, best-selling author, Carrie Kampakis. Ten Ultimate Truths Girls Should Know. Love Her Well. Liked. And uh, it's just so many great books that she's written, and I appreciate her, really seriously appreciate her, taking the time to hang out with me uh, and spend uh, a Mississippi minute across uh, Alabama state lines. There you go. There's just a whole lot coming over and coming at moms, correct? Yes. You know, especially when your kids are babies, that you don't always have, like, I have a lot more time to devote to my wellness now where my kids are because they're more self-sufficient than I did when they were younger. I mean, the, the hardest year, everybody talks about how hard teenagers are. I've got three teenagers and one just left the teenage years, but I'm like, I will take this any day over little ones. Like, <laughs> oh, that yeah. was, those were hard years. And my hardest year parenting was having three little ones under the age of four and then four little ones under the age of seven. And, and that's the thing is like, I think what I learned in my journey is that I think as you get older, you realize how much you, you, you need more time for your health. Like, you just need that time more. But things that I could get away with when I was younger, I mean, I used to be able to get away with four hours of sleep or, or you know, sacrificing certain things for my child. And I think it, it's good because when your kids are little, it really is largely about survival mode. And, and you're trying to take care of yourself, but you just can't take care of yourself in a way that you'll be able to 20 years later when your kids are older. Yeah. But you're also younger and you're a little bit, you have a, you're a little bit more vibrant. So what I realized was like, you know, for example, with my first book, I, you know, my kids were still younger at the time but I was writing it and to get to meet my deadlines I was staying up some nights until like you know two o'clock in the morning and I was I remember I had a Fitbit and I'd look sometimes and I'd get four hours of sleep or five hours of sleep you know at that point in life it wasn't a great thing to be doing I don't recommend it but I could do it I was younger <laughs> so, so I did it but I remember after the second book when I did that I was like no more you know I, I cannot do that because when I'm tired I snap at my family I'm irritable you know and before this I was thinking oh this is so fun I'm going to release a new book every year 
like some of my writer friends do. And for me, it came to a point, I was like, you know what, this is so countercultural thinking, but I've got to just, you know, I've got to lower my expectations for myself every day. I'm never going to be a writer who releases a book every year because to do it, I would have to sacrifice my sleep. I would sacrifice my relationships because I'd be grumpy all the time. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was really, I'm such a go-getter by nature, and I really had to like pace myself and learn that it's okay. And like, you know what, this may not be my season to be pursuing this dream or my season to be writing a book, but that season's going to come. But my kids need me more at this point. Um, and like you said, it's hard because sometimes people are juggling jobs and motherhood, and they're just stretched too thin. But but I do recommend for somebody, if you are in one of those seasons, that it's survival. Um, you know, say you have a young child and you're also an accountant, you know, and you've got tax season, that, you know, you talk to any accountant, they know that tax season is so crazy. So they have to, they to really minimize their calendar. But then when tax season is over, they just leave that room to rest. Like they don't do anything in those months afterward because they have to recuperate. You can't find them. And so I think yeah. we've got to, yeah, you can't find them. And, you know, I think as parents, we've just got to do that too. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, you guys are, David Copperfield has nothing on a mother. Nothing. You guys are magicians. You're having to juggle all this. And, and you know what? If this show doesn't make all of my male listeners out there, young, middle-aged, or old, go hug their wives, their girlfriends, their moms, their sisters, their whoever, then I'm going to be really upset because we should have, you know, we should have drilled in that point for sure. It reminds me of things in our lives that we shouldn't be reminded of. Our women in our lives are everything, and we shouldn't be reminded of that. But speaking of reminding, it's reminding me that I'm going to call my accountant during tax season just to say hello. <laughs> what are you doing? What's up? What's, what's you doing? How's your day? <laughs> just, just to upset him. So you right. going to chat for an hour or two? <laughs> I wonder how much he'll charge me just for that. Uh, all right. So right. R- before we go, and I know you've got to get to some busy things, and I appreciate you taking a Mississippi Minute. This is something that I do talk about on my show a lot all the time. Empathy. I listen to a lot of podcasts that have people that are sociopaths and American greed. And you talk about all these things and the things that they all lack are empathy. They don't have kindness in their Mm. hearts. They lack compassion. Mm -hmm. Um, You you talk about raising a kind daughter, right? Or a kind child, period. Right. I mean, it just seems like it's just so relevant and important, especially in these times. Yeah. I mean, it's sad that we all need those reminders, but the world has become pretty unkind. And so, you know, I, I, we realize as parents, we can't rely on the, the world to teach our kids this lesson and that character skill because it's not doing it. I mean, it's so interesting that even like the talks that I give, I mean, the ones that people always want me to talk about are friendship and kindness. And to me, I'm like, it's so sad that we're here, that we have to go hear a speaker tell us about kindness and friendship. And so that's what I, I really do. I talk a lot about stories, and I think that's one thing we can really do as parents to help our children is you can't just tell your child, go be kind. You have to say, this is what kindness looks like. That, you know, when somebody is sitting by themselves, the kids sometimes like, oh, well, they want to sit by themselves. They like that. You're like, no, nobody really likes to sit by themselves. They might act like it because they're playing it off, but yeah. at least invite them and you've done the right thing. Show kindness. And so it sounds so basic and elementary, but, but it really is so true that they, this generation's not getting it. And like I said, the, the world that's shaping them is not very kind. So they're not really seeing it modeled by even many of the adults in Yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave you on that because, well, I guess it's time. It's time. Uh, Thank you for taking a Mississippi Minute with me. Folks, you got to check out Carrie Kampakis, all of her best-selling books, and, of course, her podcast, Girl Mom. It's available everywhere you stream and everywhere you purchase books. It's all out there. And I and I appreciate you taking the time. Visit Mississippi.org celebrates all sorts of folks, even if they're coming from Birmingham, like today's guest will be once this interview airs. Carrie, I just want you to soak in Mississippi 
once you cross that state line, okay? So I'm excited to come, and I appreciate this chance to share with your audience. Thank you, Steve. All right, blessings. Take care. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.